Hey guys, welcome back to the Take Control Podcast. Um, I know it's been a little while, but you know, here we are. Um, are we past the introducing ourselves stage? I think so. Y'all better know who I am. So. I hope y'all know our voices, but just in case, this is Darielle. It's Brandy. <laughs> it's Kim. And yeah, so um, how you guys been? Like, you know, catch up our listeners on your lives <laughs> hashtag blessed <laughs> um i don't know what i don't know um if i had been if we had done a show since um this but you guys guess what i'm debt free <laughs> um i paid off my student loans in full i make no motherfucking payment i was like boom here's the whole lump sum get out of my face so i'm feeling really good about that my businesses are flourishing. Everybody keeps telling me that I'm glowing and shit. But I'm not pregnant, so chill out. Um, You're funny. But yeah, I just, I feel really blessed and really good right now. And people have been complimenting me a lot and it makes me feel good, so. Hashtag blessed. I don't have no complaints, you know? What about you guys? I've been really good. Um... I got a promotion at my job. Ooh, congrats. congrats. Uh, I started on Monday, and mm. training has been a mess. But it's a basically they're creating this new position, so I get to kind of develop it. So that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought new podcast equipment. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever said this on the show before, so I'll go ahead and say it now. Um, I think I mentioned to you guys that I was starting my business, or you guys have seen that I had started a business. I finally decided on a name. It's Voice and Vision Productions. Wow. Um, it's official. Um, <laughs> I um, am getting paid for my services. I bought it. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Shout like, out to money, money. actually. Okay, um, okay. I bought a domain name, so the next thing is the website. Um, what else? Still ain't got no kids. Still ain't got no man. Um, life's good, though. <laughs> life's really good. Um, and I think I'm about to get a new car. I've been saying it for like wow. a month or so now, mm-hmm. but I just keep putting it off. But I think I'm going to go get my new car now. So, yeah. yeah. As well. Everything's good. I've done some decorating to my house. Yeah, it's um, cute. Yeah, I'm good. I'm in a good space. Yay. What about you? Oh, oh, oh. One more thing. I mm-hmm. forgot. I enrolled into school. Wow. I'm still going through the admissions process, but I did enroll into Franklin University for IT. Okay, you little scholar. Love it. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, that's it. Yay. Good things. (laughs) Sorry. Ms. Hawkins? Um, So, I will be starting school Ooh, um, she educated and shit. Two weeks from now, yay! For the fiftieth time, but you know it's cool. That's okay. You don't get there, sis. Right. Um, trying to get my children prepared for remote learning. If y'all have any tips, please share because I losing my mind already. Um, what else has been going on? Well, I'm trying to start a business or two but you know she i don't want to she gonna do it i don't want to speak on it too much because you know i'm still in the beginning stages like you know you know you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> um other than that i'm okay i am in a way better space mentally than i have been so i mean Yay. i guess that's a good thing always that's a great thing always yeah because 30 has just been like depression so 30 far. 30 and thriving i just don't understand like all these people that said 30s was happier greater <laughs> moments and i just haven't experienced that yet <laughs> <laughs> it's cool soon come soon come so what else that's it that's it for now so okay, okay, okay. i'm excited um, about your business venture me too i know it's about time because i've been talking about this for how long now i'm really excited Thanks, guys. Sure. Thanks for, you know, helping me 
pick out some things because I'm so indecisive. <laughs> but yeah. Um, do you guys have any shout outs mm. or announcements or uh, anything you would like to share? Anything coming um, up? I dropped another fitness um, <clears throat> fit for men. Women's is coming at the about middle of September. Um, Are those blue joggers for men? Yeah, but you can either or. Like Maya bought a pair of the men's joggers for herself, and she loves them. So I, I posted joggers. her. Yeah, so I posted her in them. So you can go to my page and look at my highlights. I'm gonna plug myself in at Kim V underscore. Um, but yeah, you can look at them there. She looks really good in them. Uh, but that's because Maya's thicker down below, so it fills them out really well. But mm-hmm. I think she has a medium. Um, but yeah, any color. So the first pair of joggers, when I didn't clarify, I have two different styles. And now there's only two people that have the second style, but there's like a bunch of people with the first. So the blue one would be like the custom that you could have. And then there's different colors. Um, but I think that's it uh, as far as announcements go. You need to make an Instagram page. I know. People have been wanting me to make a fitness page for like years. Um, but I mean, I just kind of, the reason I haven't is just because my Instagram right now is my business page. Like it's for my styling and I just kind of wanted people to like go to one thing. It's not hard to like look in the bottom and be like, mm-hmm. oh, here's her fitness page. But I just, I don't know. I'll, I might one day. I might. We Whatever works for you. Yeah. So I think that's it though, as far as announcements. I don't yeah. think anything else for me. Did you cut your hair? No, I'm just finally wearing it down. <laughs> You know, I always it's wear it. Uh, oh my God, y'all, the this sounds so really corny, cute. but like when it was wet today, it touched my shoulder. I was like, bitch, got inches. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, shrinkage is real. But yeah. You know, every time I wear it down, though, people are like, did you cut your hair? I'm like, no, it's just down. I don't ever wear it down. Did you have any shout outs, announcements? No, shout out to the listeners. Yes. Yes, sir. Always, you guys. Yes, sir. All right, so you can follow us on Instagram at Take Control Podcast. Our Twitter is Take Control Pod. Facebook group, Take Control Podcast. (laughs) I don't even know why we say that anymore. (laughs) Still join. Use it. (laughs) Show your auntie. And email us at Take Control Podcast at gmail.com. All right, so our first topic is from my favorite. I don't know if she's an I don't know if she's considered an influencer, but she's all over the gram. Anyways, Kira J says, Do you think two people should wait till they fall in love to make their relationship official? Or should they agree to officially be together first and fall in love once it's exclusive? Like, could you see yourself claiming someone as yours that you only like or does love have to come first? When I first read it, I had to sit with it because I think I got myself a little confused when she was like, do you have to be exclusive and then love somebody? And I'm like, well, what's the difference between exclusive and being in a relationship? I guess you just haven't had the conversation that we are in a relationship? Yeah. Okay. Um, For me, I think that love can come when it comes. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've loved people that I wasn't in a relationship with and I feel like I um loved people after the relationship developed I know that there's like a certain level um I want to get to before I decide to be in a relationship with somebody like I Mm want to feel like I know you well enough to say okay I could do a relationship with you um which means I would be willing to like compromise and Mm -hmm. all that with someone so I think the love part can come later it doesn't have to come before the relationship right I agree with um I do want to reach a certain point before I get in a relationship but I don't think love has to come first either and I feel like there's levels to love like yeah you could be with somebody and you love them but you're not in love with them so it's not like I want to be like oh yeah because I love you let's be in a relationship no so um I definitely don't think love has to come first um I was a little back and forth with this one because I did wait like a year and a half before I was with my ex and like that for me was great because 
I knew that I loved him early on. wasn't in love with him, but I knew that I loved him early on just because of how he took care of me. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad we waited for me to be, like, pretty much in love before mm-hmm. I was, like, meh. Because I feel like, for me, I like to... <laughs> Sorry for the noise. <laughs> for me, I, I just want to establish and... And my last relationship taught me a lot about myself. So, like, for me, I want to establish, like, a lot more than, like, yeah, I love you. Because for me, it's easy to find love in somebody fast. Not even mm-hmm. in love. I, mm-hmm. Let me rephrase. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy for me to have love for somebody quick. Like, it really is. So, for me, I mean, I could talk to somebody for, like, a couple months and see how they treat me and cater to me and be like, wow, I have love for this person. Like, mm-hmm. they're a great person. Yeah. But it takes a little bit longer for me to fall in love. So, I don't know. I feel like I'm on the same wave as y'all where, like, I need it to manifest and take some time. And, like, I want to know that I'm for sure. Yeah. Like, I'm not still out here wondering, okay, but if I got with them, like, what about boyfriend number one, two, three, four, five, and six? Am I going to be salty that I didn't mess with them? So, like, I want to be for sure, like, oh, yeah, this is it. Like, I'm not going to be in my feelings if I left boyfriend number two because he's my taco nigga and boyfriend number six is my <laughs> nigga. No, because boyfriend number one got all of it. So, I agree. I don't think you have to, like, there shouldn't be a timeline. I think it should be genuine. And that's yeah. how it was with my last relationship. It was genuine. Like, how everything played out was just genuine. Mm. So, I don't know. I guess that's my answer if, if y'all get where I'm coming from. As you were talking, I'm thinking, like, I wonder what it would be like to establish the fact that you're in love with somebody before being in a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. Just because I think, like, if I'm not in love with you, it may be a little bit easier for me to walk away from you. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Or to not, like... The first, the first red flag I see, like, I might be out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But to establish, like, a solid friendship and then get to a place where it's like, I'm in love with you, and now I want to do this. I, I wonder that. how that would make It sounds great. That. The more I keep reading it, I feel like she's probably saying, like, once you're in love, you know, like, y'all can do this. Right. And yeah. so let's make it official and grow from there. Because I feel like you really go through the ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And if you go through that, go through the motions before making it exclusive, it, like Brandy said, it might be easier for you to walk away. It may be easier for you to get to know a person and not feel like you have this huge commitment to them and it's hard for you to leave. Yeah. Right. I honestly loved waiting. Like, that was one of my favorite parts. Because like you said, Brandy, we built, like, like he was my best friend. And I never thought we would even date because I'm like, damn, like, we have a dope, like, you know, connection, establishment, whatever. And it it stood for a lot in the relationship, like, even through the breakup and everything. Like, it mattered that we had that long-ass foundation. Like, not, oh, I really like this dude. Like, we're a few months in. Why don't we just date and, like, see if we make it? Mm-hmm. Like, I loved the wait. I really did. So, sorry to my next man, but you gonna be waiting some time. Sorry to you. <laughs> but I really did. I felt like it It made us stronger in the end you know what I mean like it really did but um there was something that you said that I was going to speak on I don't know what don't it is. ask me because I forget right I don't remember <laughs> what it is now oh I was going to ask y'all have y'all ever obviously been in love with someone who's not in love with you because I have uh I don't think that I think maybe I've loved someone on a different level than they love me or maybe they just loved me and maybe I was in love with them. I don't know. I think maybe the level of love was different, but I don't think I've ever loved anyone that didn't love me because all my niggas love me. So <laughs> I was going to say, okay, so I've had, we've always had a mutual love with whoever I've been with, but I definitely could tell that like there was a specific dude that like I was in love with him and he was never in love with me. Yeah. Like, and I could tell, like you can tell when somebody loves you, cares for you, and is down for you, mm-hmm. but they're not in love with you. Mm-hmm. Like, there's certain things where you're like, well, if you were in love with me and, like, that infatuated, yeah. you'd be doing X, Y, and Z, too. Yeah. And, like, I, I could tell that. bro was not... I even asked him, I'm like, are you in love with me? And he's like, um, don't be... don't." And this will tie into our conversation later because he was honest. But he's like, I don't mean this in, like, a rude way, but no. And I'm like, that's actually perfectly fine. I just want to know. And, like, he never reached the point where he was in love with me. And I was like, fuck you, bitch. That's so sad. I mean, it was, it was. It wasn't sad for me just because, like, I would never pressure somebody to be in love with me. I would want yeah. to come genuinely, but I could tell that, like, yeah, he wasn't in love with me. Uh, 
<laughs> but fuck these hoes, man. I'm just playing. I'm trying to think. I think that I've liked someone more than they liked me. Love, though. No. I'm such a baby bitch. <laughs> I hate it here. Fuck. I think it's always been, and I'm not even trying to be funny, but I think it's always been a mutual level of love or they loved me more than I loved them. That's good, though. I'm learning that the nigga got to like you more. Or <laughs> no, for real. You got to be infatuated with me or we can't, we can't prosper. And that's honestly how all of my relationships have started. The nigga has always, like, fawned over me and I'm like, yep. Each. And then somewhere <laughs> down the road, it takes a turn, and like our roller coasters yes. flip, and then it's me honestly like, putting in an effort. Relationships are a fucking mind game. Like, yeah, I was just having a conversation with a friend, and we were just talking about how like men like it more when you don't give them that much attention. Like, cause that's yeah. when they be on you, and yeah. I they do that, and it's so aggy. It's like, annoying. like, why do I have to hold back who I am? And how much energy and attention I put into you just so you can be on me. Like, that. Don't nobody want to do that. should let me love you. Okay? Yeah. I, 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 that's a fact. I seen this post that said it was like, <clears throat> the nigga I want is ignoring me, so I'm going to ignore the nigga that wants me. And we all going to suffer. <laughs> I cannot. Oh, my God. I saw this uh, post Sally put up today that said, um, I miss, it said I miss my nigga so much I almost told my other nigga I miss him (laughs) (laughs) I was like what the fuck bro no no lie I was well I don't even consider I don't even think we were in a relationship but we were still like dealing with each other and it was just to the point where I was just so like over like in the middle of the night I rolled over and texted somebody I was like I miss you so much (laughs) (laughs) like I ain't mad at it. Shit. Shit. <laughs> I ain't mad at it. Anyways, moving on. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Um. Dang, I ain't sang on here in a minute. Y'all welcome. Okay, so the next post, it says, Black women with natural hairstyles are less likely to get job interviews than white women or black women with straight hair. I'm sorry, I was waiting for you to pull the tweet. Nah, that was a tweet. Oh, shit. All right. Um, I definitely agree with that. Um, I wear my hair natural, um, and I have for the last three years. And I work at a hair salon now. And, I mean, I can just tell that, like, I mean, I've even heard, like, some of the um, people I work with, which I love them, though. Um, Their demographic is, like, mainly white women. Um, And I've heard them, like, make comments too about like people don't accept like natural hair and I think we talked about this before because that um I think there was a tweet or something we were looking at and the lady the white lady in the office kept making comments about the black woman's hair like I don't know I believe that too because I I don't know I don't even know how to speak on this for real because I think this goes without being said and I think even when you look at movies and stuff they talk about like a lot of black actresses will talk about, I wasn't accepted until I straightened my hair or I walked into a set and they told me to straighten my hair for an audition in order to be seen type of shit. Um, and I mean, I feel like, again, this goes up being said because if you walk out with natural hair, you know, everybody always talks about the white people that look at you like speaking of Sally. She said every time she wears her curly wig, white men look at her like she's like, they've never seen something like that before. Because they're used to the Mm. world straightening their hair. And, like, I feel like at a young age, black women are made to feel like their hair isn't acceptable and it's hard to deal with and it sucks and you should do this and you should do that. And for me, I was just talking about this last week. I, from the time I was probably 12, maybe early on, I straightened my hair until I was probably about 22 just because I felt like, my hair was hard to deal with. People would make fun of me. Like, my hair was frizzy when it, the weather would change and all this type of stuff. And it made me feel inferior because people would always talk about it. Why does your hair look like that? Why does your hair look like that today? What happened to your hair? Like, I'll go to school feeling good and then, I don't know, I go play outside or something stupid, come back in. What happened to your hair? What's wrong with your hair? You know what I mean? So it made me feel like, oh, well, I guess my curls aren't accepted. So it made me feel inferior. 
And then now, like, growing up and stuff, to me, I don't care. Like, I'm going to wear my natural hair. But it just sucks that, like, there is that stigma of, like, if your hair, if you're wearing your natural hair, you don't look put together. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I don't know. It just sucks because I feel like there's always something that's going to be against black people. Like, mm-hmm. whether it's our name, our skin color, our hair, just whatever it is, it's like, it's always something that, you know, puts us below everyone else. Yeah. So. Yeah. I agree. I think the, I agree with the post. Um, I kind of feel like it goes both ways. I do see how society makes it more acceptable to have straight hair but i feel like especially in the workplace because y'all know i'll wear my wigs Mm -hmm. like you'll have a white woman be like oh my god your hair and they want to touch your hair like you know this is a wig (laughs) i used to work i used to work with this old white lady and it's like you couldn't have possibly thought this was my hair like they be acting like they don't know like, you could go somewhere and have short hair one day and then have it down to your ass the next and then I think you grew it overnight. I'm like, not, I don't understand that. Y'all not stupid. I'm not kidding. I had a 10-year-old at the daycare I worked out. I came in with my box braids. If y'all have seen me, I have shoulder length, like, short, curly hair. I came in with my box braids. First person that said to me was the white man that was like, he was, I don't want to call him a supervisor, but he was, uh, I think, management. He goes, oh, wow, I almost didn't recognize you. I'm like, okay, fuck you. Second step, the girl, she was, I mean, she was young, so, like, she kind of gets a pass, but not really because you have, you don't have a culture, so you don't know what it looks like. And she was like, oh, my God, how did your hair get so long? Now, bitch, you know I came in here on Friday bald-headed, and now I got braids down to my waist. You think I grew this on my head? No. I'm over it. Mm-mm. To your point about, I think you said it was Sally, um, I remember I used to have a blonde wig and when I tell you white men would look at me (laughs) like they'd never seen anything else walking. It's like, it's gross. I know. I mean, she says that like they stop her like they've never seen something like that. And they're like, oh my God, like your hair is beautiful. You look beautiful. Because again, no shaded white people, but you guys don't have a culture. Like y'all ever seen that photo of them white girls in the fall? And it says everybody here is wearing the same outfit. And they've got, like, vests on, hunter boots, leggings, and scarves. <laughs> and they're all blonde with their Starbucks drinks. You guys don't have a culture. Like, mm-hmm. everybody always looks the same. Like, you guys live for long, blonde hair. Long, yeah. brunette hair. That's just straight. Nobody ever has, like... When you see a white girl with texture, the world is shocked. And, like, you don't know how... Again, I work in a salon. So when I see it, I'm like... They come in and they complain about their hair and stuff... And I'm always the one that turns around. I'm like, you know you can buy products for your hair and your natural hair can flourish, right? You don't always have to run a straightener through it. Matter of fact, last week, it was like Thursday or Friday morning, and my boss had an early client and her daughter came. And the whole time they were in there, they were talking about, like, well, her hair is just so frizzy and she tries this and she tries that. And it's like she straightens it every single day and she just doesn't blow dry it fully. And I'm like, why don't you just let her natural hair prosper and get her some products? Mm-hmm. to let her hair prosper but it's because her mom bone straight hair and then you got all she has is a dad and a brother so it's like the only thing that I see represented is my mom's straight long hair and then here I am some way somehow with this like I don't know what her natural texture was because she straightens it and they're like why don't you try this this and this and I'm like why don't you just ask a black person how to take care of her hair <laughs> like please I don't know, but again, it's not it's not seen. So the white men stopping, like, they go home every night to, like, a straight-haired, like, you get out the shower, let the shit air dry, nothing happens. Like, <laughs> stays the same. But it they really does. It really does, like. So I'm reading the article, and... Damn, pop-ups. Mm. Um, and it says, so this is a part of the study... It says, participants gave black women with natural hair lower scores for competence and professionalism and didn't recommend them for interviews as often as compared with black women with straightened hair, white women with straight hair, or white women with curly hair. Mm -hmm. That's deep. That's so frustrating. To think, like, you can work extremely hard for whatever it is you're after and be diminished to your hair texture. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. 
That's very frustrating. Yeah. Like, it's like you're, it's like what Dariel said, like, you're never, you're pretty much never good enough. Yeah. If it's not your skin, it's the way you talk. If it's mm-hmm. not the way you talk, it's the way your hair is. If it's not the way your hair is, it's the way you're built. Like, you can't win. Like, yeah. you're always going to be seen as inferior and less. I honestly feel like I probably didn't get a lot of job offers because of my name. And mm-hmm. usually when people refer to me, they think that my name is a boy name. Daryl or something? Yeah. Stupid. It's so annoying. But it's like, you can't fault me for what my mom named me. Like, that. <laughs> that's not my problem. <laughs> but it's deep. I don't but know. But I also, like, hate that, though, that, like, people... Because, again, my boss's name is Shanika. She goes by Nikki. And it's literally because she knows that the world, especially with her white demographic, if you have a white or a black woman named Shanika doing your hair, as soon as they see her name online, they're like, oh, I'm like, I'm not Shanika. Mm-hmm. And that's the same, a shame. Like, I tell her all the time, like, we got some different names in my family. Like, some of them are like, did you make that up? Wait, she's not white? Exactly. Everybody assumes that she's white because she's got this white, blonde, curly hair. And the only reason they know she's not is because she has a dark, brown-skinned son. Like, I mean, he's dark. Brown-skinned son. And then she's not built like a white woman. Like, her ass is huge and it's natural. Like, she's just Mm -hmm. not built that way. And until they see her son or, like, until she speaks on it, they just assume that she's white, especially with the name Nikki. So she could pass for white. Mm -hmm. I thought she was white. Yeah. So us saying, like... Shanika in the salon is funny because people sometimes her clients think we're kidding like are you guys just calling her that because everybody in there like I want to say it's majority of us are mixed or black and um everybody the white demographic though thinks we're kidding when our uh, manager Rachel looks at Nikki and goes Shanika and they're like Shanika why would you say that and Nikki's like that's my name like it's not a joke that's my name but she says it herself, like, there's a reason she has to go, not has to, there's a reason she chooses to go by Nikki because she already knows that, like, if you see that on a piece of paper, like, mm-hmm. Shanika, she don't know how to do white hair or Shanika, why would I want blah, 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 you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a shame that, like, your name, your name, like, can ruin stuff for you. Yeah. I always wanted to change my name when I got older. See, but and I don't like that. Cause I never knew what something. to change it to. <laughs> no, Deontay. Eh. I remember I wanted to change my last name because I thought it was a cuss word. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change mine because it's long as fuck. I can't wait to get married. Fucking 11 letter ass bitch. I hate What's it. What's your last name? Vandermolen. Oh. <laughs> I hate it. I hope I marry somebody with like four letters. Your last name is Mitt. Kimmit. Kimmit. Ew. Ew, Kimmit. <laughs> My boss calls me Kimmit. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, Kim um, Smith. Kim so anybody Carter. with the last name Smith. I know a fine man with the last name Carter. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Kim Bryant, because Kobe was my basketball husband. Aww. So it's going to be Kim Bryant. Anyway. Okay, your eyes literally look like you're about to cry. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the next topic we have on here is about taking care of your physical person before sex. Did you mean to say that? No. Taking care of your, like... um, Body. mm -hmm. Mm. Go ahead. That's all you. That's all you, babe. Um, No, just long story short, like, I think people sleep on, like, sexual health when it comes to you taking care of yourself for your partner. Like, a lot of women talk about, well, yeah, bro messed up my pH balance because either this, this, and this. Like, either he was dirty. And I don't even mean, like, STDs. I mean, like, the nigga went to basketball practice and came home and tried to get some before he got in the shower. Mm-hmm. Like, or he had been working all day, tried to get some before he got in the shower. Like, if you don't clean your dick. And then women, there's a lot of stuff that, like, I'm learning now. There's a lot of stuff that women can do naturally for their pH balance. Like, Darielle and I were talking the other day about um, that apparently there's like an apple cider vinegar bath you can take take that will like um, restore your pH balance. I know there's over the counter stuff, but I heard that like people a lot of people use Vagisil, but I heard that also throws off your pH balance. So I'm like, which one is it? The heck? Um, they say like a lot of times women not to use like scented stuff because it could blow or throw off your pH balance. Some people suggest using water only. 
I'm gonna clean my shit with some soap. They don't gotta be scented, but I'm gonna clean my shit. Um, and then even when it comes to like men touching you with their hands, like wash your fucking hands. Again, trying to come home from work or basketball practice and you trying to touch me and your hands is dirty. <laughs> Bitch, clean yourself. So if you want to read the, I think there's a link. With oh, it. this thread is funny. Yeah, it is really funny, but it's real. It's, um, I know even with some of the more like natural or organic products, you have to be careful. Like it's really trial and error. Like mm-hmm. what may work for my body may mm-hmm. not work for yours. So yeah. like, I would just recommend doing your research. Like I know some women say, um, taking cranberry vitamins or drinking mm. cranberry juice but mm-hmm. i know other women where it throws off their ph balance mm. so it's really trial and error but yeah like i said no shade to the men and like you said it's not about stds but you guys not washing yourself properly like your hands yeah. your penis mm-hmm. all of that can affect a woman's ph balance and it'll cause bacteria yeah vaginosis yep sure so. does yeah all right, so the thread says, bro, <laughs> the first way to take care of the vagina you're sexting is to first take care of you, your penis, your body, and your mouth. <laughs> Amen, brother. As men, we carry bacteria. It's natural. So it's important. I'm reading a thread. I'm not a man. Right. <laughs> Just for clarification, you know we in 2020. I remember reading right. that thread a while ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of, I'm going to tell you later. Anyway, so it's important to maintain regular hygiene. Clean your penis. Don't just run a cloth past it. Hold it and lather the homie with soap. (laughs) Pull that foreskin back. (laughs) You really should be circumcised and clean it up. (laughs) Sperm carries bacteria. Once in a while, pull out instead of emptying the whole load inside your girl. Too much sperm inside her vagina will cause bacteria to form in there. Practice the dismount, my homie. Pills ain't 100%. Um, ever seen newborns with IUDs in their hands? <laughs> oh. I'm so scared of that. <laughs> wow. Um, when your balls are itchy, that's yeast, fam. Wash up, dry up, cool off. <laughs> um, says to shave your pubes, they carry dead skin, sweat, and bacteria. Mm-hmm. You want your girl to blow you. How when one when one few strand is a long ass her Peruvian inches. <laughs> oh my god. Shame trim manscape. Mow it down or off. <laughs> I um then it says if one of those bad boys get caught in the wetness of her cooch, the friction <laughs> the friction your penis creates during strokes will cause a tear on her lips. Yep. That tearing plus your bacteria plus sweat plus dead skin equals a nasty infection for her. Mm. If you fuck it, fucking love it enough to keep it healthy. <laughs> keep reading, you, uh, you beautiful man. Yeah, I think you're beautiful because you're out here getting all the knowledge so you could take care of her. Take the take the compliment and don't feel a way about it. Own it and grow up, okay? Period. Talk your shit, bro. Then it says not wearing the right size boxers or underwear causes your love area to sweat. Um This is what do you get? Say it with me. Bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it. And how um how do you feel about it when we go back to tweet number six? Um, when her pH balance is off, her vagina carries an off smell about it. It's a, it's acidic and pungent. Before you start scrounging your stupid face in disgust, scroll back to the tweet before this and stop fucking other women because you're ruining this girl's lives, bro. Ooh, a word. Do you have a primary care provider? Yeah, bro, a doctor. You don't, do you? If you do, reply with this, uh, reply with this. Uh, with contacts so bros can get checked too. You need to get checked. I don't care how clean you think you are. Book regular visits. Oh my God, please. Mm. Annual full body checkups too. Mm. You could be carrying trichinomus, however you say it. Um, It's an STI caused by a parasite, homies carry, Mm-mm. and causes a foul smell, vagina, vaginal discharge, genital itching, and painful urination for women. Only dudes carry the parasite, and it's on, and it only ever reaches a female through sexual contact. 
A woman can get tricked without a man. Oh, can't get tricked without a man. Before you touch her, wash your hands, scrub the homies, get in there. <laughs> Out here with greasy, scratchy. <laughs> Fingernails trying to rub on her pussy lips. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Stop fucking multiple women uh, raw. It doesn't make you more manly. Sampling like sampling death like that. <laughs> You're not okay. You need to cut it out. Outside of AIDS, HIV, and many STIs, you uh, contract going around like that. You're ruining people's lives. The more women you sleep with, the more you push a girl at risk of contacting these diseases. Buy condoms and strap up. Because your little egos are fragile and some of y'all will still fuck around to prove to prove your power. Mm. Messing with many women fucks with her pH. A- uh, bathe every day, twice a day even. Piss after uh, you F her. Then clean your whole penis right after. Make it a habit. Out here sleeping after you know they're waking Ew. up at 3 a.m. <laughs> Stop. What a dusty penis trying to continue the oh. oh, my oh God. God. Okay, this thread is long, but this shit is funny. It's fucking funny. Oh, I'm going to share this. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, woo. <laughs> Danielle getting weak gets me fucking weak. I'm about to send this to a couple niggas I know. Ooh, dirty bitches. The fuck? (laughs) I cannot. That was so entertaining. Yeah, it is. Anyways, do y'all have anything to add? (laughs) No, that nigga right. He right. Everything he said was facts. Everything. That was funny. I love it. (laughs) All right. Oh, shit. All right, the next topic is talking about being honest versus lying to someone. Um, And there is a little clip that goes with this, so I will play it. I'd rather you like me enough to tell me the truth than love me enough to lie to me. If I fuck with you, keep it real with me. Love me enough to keep it real. Love me enough to not want to strip me of my decision as to how I want to react to the truth. Don't put me in a corner and force me to react to a lie once I figure out that you lied because now the trust is broken. If it get to a point where you love me to the point where you so afraid to lose me that you strip me of my opportunity to even think for myself, you don't love me. Let that process. Think about that. See, because if you like me enough, you'll tell me the truth. And if you claim to love me, then the love should definitely make you want the best for me. If you want the best for me, that means that if you did something that was untrustworthy or did something that could possibly tarnish our relationship, you would want me to be able to understand where you're coming from and love me enough to make my own decision moving forward so we can move forward on solid ground. But there's too many people out here that say they love you and they lie to you to protect your feelings. You, didn't, you don't love me. You didn't lie to me to protect my feelings. You lied to me to protect yourself, your reputation, Ooh. and your ego because you wanted to keep me positioned where you wanted me at. You didn't want to give me the opportunity to make the decision to leave you alone. But if you love me, then let me make my own decision as I would for you and just like me enough to tell me the truth before you love me enough to lie to me. Period. On period, poo. So he was talking kind of fast, but basically he was just saying, you know, if you love me, then love me enough to tell me the truth and make a decision how I want to deal with you after the fact versus lying to, quote unquote, protect my feelings. Because at the end of the day, you're just protecting yourself versus me. Because if you really love me, you will want the best for me. And having the best for me mean, means being honest. Motherfucking facts. So I agree with that. I always say like, I'm a very understanding person. Even if somebody does some foul shit, I always can understand maybe why they did it. Now that I'm more mature, I can be more understanding. But and and then also knowing that you did that because that's what you wanted to do. Um, so I would prefer for somebody to be honest, and I hear where you know what they have to say, why they did what they did, whatever the case may be. And then, yeah, I'll make the decision whether I want to keep dealing with you or not. But if you don't even give me the opportunity to, you know, know the full truth, then how can I trust you moving forward? You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. I mean, I agree with everything he said and everything that you just said. Pretty sure I've said this on the show before. I'm going to say it again. I've always been called an asshole, blunt, a bully, mean, rude, whatever, just because I am straightforward and I am on, I am honest. I'd rather always be honest with my friends 
and family before um I lie to y'all I just feel like what's the point in lying like and my intent is not to hurt your feelings so of course Mm -hmm. I can work on my delivery like I'm not gonna be like you actually really suck as a person no I'm gonna sit you down and and tell you you know what was wrong type thing because I've had people move the opposite too which I'm pretty sure I talked about where they would act like we were cool but for like I'm not kidding a month they've been feeling some type of way towards me why don't you sit me down in the moment and be like yo wait a minute that actually just hurt my feelings did you mean it that way so I'd rather somebody be honest with me, whether it hurts me to the core before you lie to me. And I think shit is sweet. And then I got to mm-hmm. find out later that it's not. Yeah. Kiss my ass. Nigga hurt my feelings. Okay. It's just a respect thing. Like, yeah, you're going to hurt my feelings, but respect me enough to Do not lie. Yeah. Just, just to let me know. Neat. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I don't really have anything to add to that. Um, I was thinking, though, when you initially played the clip, um, do you guys think that there's a difference between lying and omitting the truth? Like, leaving out certain things? Mm, No. No. I mean... (laughs) No. At that point, I think you're still sugarcoating to make it sound sweet and good for your side, which, again, is not in my best interest. Mm -hmm. I think that you're... Because we've all done it. The reason that you're doing that is because you don't want to... You want to make it look sweet for you. All of us have done it. Like, say, like I don't even know how to... I'm not even going to use an example. All of us have done it. Whatever, you know, scenario you used it in, you know that you were purposely not being 100% truthful because it yeah. helps you out. Yeah. And then you feel good about it. Like, well, I mean, I told them. Yeah. But you didn't tell them all the facts. Mm-hmm. You're telling them borderline stuff. So, like, there's a slight problem, but it's not as bad as it is if you were to tell them the whole thing. Right. So, fuck no. Nope. But depending on the situation, are all the facts needed? Depending on the situation, it just depends. No. Yeah, it's situational. No, but I agree. It's situational, but you know you know when you hide shit because shit ain't sweet. Just answer all the questions I ask you and honestly, period. But do you... Okay, because it made me think about the post. I think I sent it to the group chat. I don't think I put it in the note, but it was the one where the girl was talking about she found out the guy that she had been dating for a while was in a relationship and her mm-hmm. friend was like, well, did you ask him about it? Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, I just simply stopped. Like Talking I blocked him and just moved on because to me, sometimes I feel like trying to get all your questions answered is trying to rationalize it with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to rationalize the irrational. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like using cheating as an example if I find out somebody cheats on me, I don't want the details. You cheated on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care if you did it without a condom. I don't care if you <laughs> loved her. I don't care if yeah. you was hitting from the back. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> like, you cheated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it just, that just got my mind thinking, like, I agree with that. It, it's okay to not ask, but that's our thing. But I feel yeah. like for those people who want to ask questions... Ask. Yeah, I need to know every fucking thing that I want to fucking know. But I think some people feel like if they know everything, it'll make them feel better, and it really doesn't. No, because that shit will play in your head constantly. Oh yes, and then you'll feel like something's wrong with you Mm -hmm. because well, maybe if I had no, that's a them problem. It's never you. That's what I'm saying. You start trying to rationalize (laughs) it. No, that's a them problem. If if people fuck you over, that is a them problem. Yeah, I'm still learning that. Like you think in your mind over and over and over again, like. Okay, but if it worked, we talked about this on the show. If it worked out with them, right. then like, why? What about me? And it's like, no, it's it's not like genuinely that corny ass saying that people always say. It's not you, it's them. Yeah, like it it honestly, is. like a lot of people. I won't even just make this a men thing, but a lot of people cheat because just because they don't really have a reason. They they probably don't give a fuck about the person. They probably will never talk to me. They just do it because they they, they, they can. can. So it's like. What is there to really explain? You know, to like, explain, be single forever, fuck these hoes. Yeah, so I I think I would definitely take wanting to know all of the details in, into consideration moving forward mm-hmm. if I ever come across that situation. Because I, I remember, like, feeling like, oh, well, if I'm with him more, that'll give him an opportunity to not do X, Y, and Z. Like, you could be laid up with your nigga and he be texting another bitch while he's laying with you. Uh-huh. Like, there's yeah. not, there's literally nothing you can do no. to stop someone they from... Do it, they gonna do it. Yeah. I agree. So, hmm. it literally, like, 
biggest lesson I've learned, like, when shit is out of your control, it's out of your control. Like, a nigga could be at work while y'all are separated. Like, while you guys aren't together or whatever. I mean, like, you know, seeing each mm-hmm. other. And texting a bitch. And a bitch's DMs. If they're gonna do it, they're gonna do it. Whether you guys are at your happiest or your worst. They just are. And there's yeah. not shit you can do to control that. Again, that's a them problem. Yeah. They're insecure about something. So they gotta feed their little ego with Lakeisha. We can talk about this on a different episode, but um, this kind of separate, but it made me think about a conversation me and my homegirl was having the other night about standards. And, like, I want to have a conversation about, like, what's our standards with dating? Like, really Mm -hmm. digging into that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It was simple, but, like, for her, pumping gas is a thing Mm -hmm. for a a man to do. Mm -hmm. If she's with the man, she's not pumping her gas. Someone had told her it was, like, you know, you would have a man by now if, like, X, Y, and Z wasn't <laughs> your not true. what yeah. you wanted. And she was like, because I have a standard. It's yeah. not true. And it was just interesting. I yeah. need to speak to that because I've recently had people tell me with two of my ex's situations that I am, people keep telling me this and I don't know how to take it. So I'm telling on myself podcast-wise. People keep telling me that I'm too much woman for a man. And I'm like, so does that mean I have to stop being about my shit so a man can be a boyfriend? No, Mm -hmm. I'm going to find a man that appreciates and values where I'm at. I'm not about to dumb myself down or lower myself down because I can't quote unquote find a man. No, God got it. And he going to come when he comes and he's going to respect what I do. Mm -hmm. And if anything, build with me. That's fine. I'll be too much woman for these young ass, whoever the fuck niggas. That is completely fine with me. But again, the gas thing, you're going to pump my gas. You're also going to open my car door. You're also going to open the door that I'm about to walk into because, bitch, I will sit in the car until you open it. What are you doing? You know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm not getting out. Like, I've had niggas get mad at me because I tried to touch my own door. Keep that same energy. You know what I mean? So for me, yes, I'm allowed to be high maintenance because I'm the one maintaining it. That was my motherfucking cashing yesterday because, bitch, it's true. Because it's literally like I refuse to, A, I refuse to settle, period, in any relationship. I refuse to settle. B, I refuse to settle on my own standards, morals, values, whatever, because baby bitch boo boy in the corner needs to feel, it needs to have his ego stroked. No, I'm going to go find somebody that God provides that can handle me being too much of a woman or whatever the hell it is. And it is what it is. I'm not lowering shit. I always, Sorry, see, I always see the meme where it says, you're never asking for too much. You're just asking the wrong, the wrong person. Fuck. Say that shit because I heard that shit too. <laughs> I think it's important to like just be with yourself for a moment and get to your, you know, the best version of you and then find somebody that can meet you. I agree. Like, and go from there. I agree. 100%. So. That shit is crazy. Sorry, y'all. I didn't mean to take us off topic. Oh, it's fine. Damn. All right, so the next one um, is just talking about starting a business during the pandemic and how to use your unemployment money wisely. So there was a tweet, um, and this guy says, if I lost my income um, slash employment, why would I take my only source of income, which is unemployment, and gamble it on creating some business during a pandemic? When businesses, especially small ones in normal uh, economies, take years and years if they uh, if they last that long to become profitable, also assuming you didn't eat, um, have medical expenses or pay any bills, what the fuck are you starting this twenty four hundred that is going to be scalable instantly that will make you money? Did that make sense? So they're basically saying you're choosing to start a business over eating. I guess, I don't fucking know. Um, and yes, there are theoretically businesses that can be started with small startup costs, but the margin and time needed doesn't match up. Hmm. Uh, so basically he's saying, why would you take your unemployment money, which is your only source of income, and put it all into a business that probably won't be profitable? I, that's the pretty much sum. Of it. People be going on rants with these tweets and then I'll be confused. Yeah. Uh I don't know how much people were getting in unemployment, but I more than me. I was about to say from <laughs> what I was seeing, which was just Twitter stuff, I feel like people were making enough money to sustain and possibly put money back. 
Now, whether you use it to fund an entire business in a pandemic, sure, if the reward outweighs the risk, cool. But if it doesn't, just stack the money or take a little bit of it and invest into whatever business idea you have. It could be something as simple as getting a logo made or getting a, a website done or I don't know, getting your LLC doesn't have to be this major purchase. So, like I said, if it's enough money there for you to do both, yeah, do it. Why not? I saw that the president was trying to pass something where it would give unemployment people an additional 400 And I saw a, like a lot of people were upset because it's always been this battle of like, well, why aren't essential workers getting more because we're risking our lives every day? type of thing and I, I mean I could see both sides because I mean like if you have no job why would you not get income you know mm-hmm. where versus essential workers we're thankful enough to even still be able to have a job to report to every day yeah but I do kind of understand too that you know some of us are going into work and putting our lives at risk versus the people that are just sent home and is cashing out like right. literally getting bans <laughs> a week <laughs> I don't know. I feel like now's a tricky time anyway because it's out of your control. If you lost your job because the government shut you down, I mean, what are you supposed to do? I mean, when I was home, my unemployment wasn't coming through, so I had no money for two months. Mm -hmm. Like, zero zip, not shit. Luckily, I'm a good saver, so I could still pay my rent. But outside of that, it was like I had to, like, you know, eat all the snacks in my house that I never touched for two months. Um so I don't know. I don't th- I think right now, like if it's out of your control, not some, I just decided to quit my job because I'm scared to go in because of COVID. If you are, if it's out of your control and they shut down your job, I don't see the harm in you being financially assisted. I don't. Um, speaking to the business aspect, I agree with Brandy. If it's feasible to do both, do both. If it's not, I'm a big believer in like money investment and budgeting and saving where you need to. So for me, when I would get college refund checks, I put them in my savings, and that's a big part of what I use to pay off my um, student loans. Mm-hmm. I'm everybody else that my dad would talk about would be like, well, you know, these students, these college students are getting their refund checks and paying their rent with it, right? And I was like, oh. And he was like, that's how a lot of them make their money is like everything that's left over they use for clothes, cars groceries Mm -hmm. just stuff like that and he was like you need to like save it and invest it so that's always what I did I every time I got a refund check whether it was was $500 or $3,000 or whatever I put it in my savings so I could pay it off but I feel like if it's obtainable to do both and if you believe in your business you're gonna make money out of it you just are Mm -hmm. if you're passionate about it you're gonna make money out of it and who's to sit here and tell you that you're not going to. You don't know what their clientele is going to look like. Right. Just maybe it's a lucrative business and it's over, you know, everybody does it. That doesn't mean that you won't be talented at it and people are going to look at you and be like, damn, she got some technique or he got technique with it, you know? So I think, A, God's time means everything. I had been talking about starting my fitness line for a long time and now is was the perfect time to do it. My focus yeah. is into it. I mean, perfect timing for freaking everything. Everything is falling into line and I couldn't be more thankful and feel more blessed So if you feel like now is a time where like, if you feel like God is telling you right now, and even if you're not spiritual, if you just feel it in your heart that this is happening to me right now because it's time for me to focus on my business and you have the funds to do so and split it, like Brandy said, do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could put 10% away every time you get, um, you know, some assistance and that could go towards, like you said, something small, a logo or, you know, getting an LLC once you get your name, Mm -hmm. like it's, it's little small steps that you can take. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you have that assistance. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I really don't. I have to say, go ahead. Be I was just going to say, I don't agree with his point of not starting it right now because it probably won't be profitable. I feel like you can have that issue, pandemic or not. Yeah. There's always that risk at yeah. any time. So, like Kim has been saying, you know, if it's the right time, then do it. Do it. Yeah. 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 To your point, I was going to say, I think the same thought process that we're speaking about applies to, like, your income tax as well. Mm -hmm. Because people get a lot of money back, especially if they have kids. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you have a goal, like, you could literally take two years worth of refunds. And some people can. Yeah. And that's money for a house. More than enough money for a house. Anything. Um, 
another thing I was going to say is when you said pandemic or not, to be completely honest, and this may not be every situation, everybody's situation, but I've seen more increase than any other time. Yeah. Um, with this pandemic, like things are really good for me right now financially. Mm-hmm. So, and there's a need. And I think it's just being smart. Like we're in a pandemic, which means gyms aren't open. Stores were closed. This was the perfect time to drop a fitness line because people were working out outside. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you just got to be smart about it. No, I agree, though. I, I was taking a business course last semester, and literally the last thing that we were talking about was that, like, businesses right now are thriving, especially, like, um, restaurants, because, of course, yeah, they close, but their takeout right now, crazy. And, like, even now that restaurants are open, I go sit down um, sometimes, but personally, I'm more comfortable sitting outside. That's just me. I'm, it probably doesn't make a difference. But I am a bigger, like takeout type person now than I am like a sit down I'll sit down like if I'm meeting with friends and stuff or like celebrating a birthday but other than that if I'm hungry I'm taking some stuff to go like the markets right now are crazy because people are realizing like a how much they did spend you know beforehand on just careless stuff and now they're realizing like I think this is teaching people too how to budget you know how to spend wisely and everything like that so I don't know I think we're Going through this is going to teach us more than we think. Yeah. Yep. Um, that was really all the topics that we had besides just making sure you guys vote. I keep seeing a lot of people just saying how they're not voting. It's um, a joke and all this other stuff. But I feel like not voting is basically voting for the other party. Mm-hmm. Like... Just vote, please. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you can get educated on it, too. Like, for me, I forget where I found it. There was a website that was circula- circulating a few years ago that literally had, like, everybody per side and what they stood for. If you print that out, they allow you to bring it in with you while you vote. Mm-hmm. So print it out, go over it, highlight whatever you need to. And when you go in, because there's a lot of names on there that you're not going to know about. Yeah. You're not going to know what they stand for. So, and you have to click them to get through the entire ballot. So, literally, print it off. You can Google it. Print it off. It tells you who's who, what's what. Highlight it. Remember their names and go in and do it. Yeah. And another thing I want to add to that is do your research. Like, don't just go off of what you see somebody post about Kamala or Biden or Trump or whoever. I don't care mm-hmm. who you vote for. Mm-hmm. Just go out and vote. Yeah. Um, I will be clear in the fact that I'm not a Trump supporter and I do think that this election year is life or death Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Um, But do your research. Like, we can't just Mm -hmm. take something for face value and that's just the standard. Like, you know what I mean? Like, look into why Kamala put certain laws in place or prosecuted certain people or whatever she done. Same thing with Biden. Mm -hmm. Look at what Trump is doing and... Figure out who's the best for your interests. Like I said, I don't care who you vote for. Just go out and vote. I feel like there's always going to be something you don't like about one party. Right. You know, they're not going to 100% have everything you agree with. But just like, you can't say you're not going to vote. But then if Trump wouldn't be mad because he won. Like, your vote matters. Your fucking vote matters. So you just sitting it out is just ignorant, honestly. And I don't think Kanye made the ballot for Ohio, but if you vote for Kanye, you're just <laughs> You're playing yourself. You're just slow. You might as well vote for me. Like he has <laughs> <laughs> He literally is mentally not okay. So good luck. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Um, go vote. Please. Another thing, I don't know if you guys watch this or not, but the No Limit Chronicles was on B U T. And I watched it just because it was on. But if y'all don't know about, like, Masterpiece business endeavors, like, go watch that documentary. Like, he's really intelligent and smart when it comes to business. Mm. Like, he really has his hands in a lot of things. So, like, just thinking about generational wealth and maybe, like, sparking some ideas for mm-hmm. people, go watch that documentary. Mm-hmm. Okay, big <laughs> It was kind of random, but... Here we are. All right, guys. Well, you know, it's been fun. It's been great. It's been real. Do you guys have any last minute? Um, um, I would like to say like, comment, subscribe, 
share it with your friends, your mamas, your uncles, your aunties, your niggas, your bitches, your friends, yeah. your homies. I'll be offended because I don't really expect people to do much, but it's just like if you really support or even if you don't listen, at least go do that because Please. that helps us. And y'all so. need to start replying to my freaking polls on the stories before yeah. I get mad. I'll be going through the views like also 20 people's on these ain't done yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Say some shit. But yeah, that's it. Share, like, comment, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Yep. All right. We love you guys. See you in two weeks. Yes, sir. Bye.